Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Okay, I know you've heard of hot girl summer. I want to help you do something even better. I want you to have a securely attached summer. And that is why for only the month of June, I'm offering a discount for joining the program. And we know no matter how much we work on our our hair, our bodies, whatever, all the external stuff, going to the gym, etc., none of that compares to actually doing the internal work and finally taking the steps to move towards that securely attached version of you. So if you've been on the fence, maybe you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you just haven't made the leap, I want to invite you to apply now to the Empowered, Secure, and Loved Relationship Coaching Program. It is incredible, the transformations that are happening consistently inside the program. I know that you're deserving of getting off the dating roller coaster and really stepping into that next level version of you where you effortlessly attract that relationship that you desire and you become the securely attached version of yourself who has all of the tools that she needs to attract and maintain a healthy relationship. So let's have securely attached summer. And through the month of June, you can use the code secure summer 10 to join the program at a discounted rate. So the spots are limited. And this code is going away at the end of June. So make sure you go apply now. And you can let the team know you have the code secure summer 10 and you'll get 10% off the program. I cannot wait for you to take this step for yourself. You are deserving of doing the work and what a great time to do it as we're going into summer. You deserve to fully enjoy the summer and be at that next level version of you. Welcome y'all to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. This is a special episode. So excited. We are going to dive in to a really important topic today. We're going to talk about what do you do when you and your partner have a different level of sex drive, you have different sexual needs, you're not on the same page there. We're going to talk about how do you navigate that? What does it mean? With you have different attachment styles, how does that interact? So really important topic that a lot of couples go through. It's so common to not feel on the same page as your partner when it comes to physical intimacy, sex, the frequency with which it's needed, what it means, etc. So we're going to talk about that. And that was actually a question that came from Instagram. So I do 
read your DMs when you send me messages. I read them. I listen to what it is that you want me to talk about. And this was from one of the lovely followers on Instagram. So, all right, y'all. I, before we get going, confession, I was listening to this song because I I love music. It's one of the ways that I have enjoyment in my day and I use it when I work out, when I wake up in the morning and I'll listen to all kinds of music from EDM to country to classical to rap to R&B, all of it. Uh, but I was listening to this track. It's so funny, the name of it. The The name is Ass Like That. And uh, <laughs> okay, ladies, y'all know if we're going to the gym, one of the reasons we're going is we are working on the booty and it is for no one other than ourselves. And we want to work on just feeling good in those jeans and The booty is a powerful muscle. When you work on your glutes and you have that power from them, that also improves your athleticism. It's major. So anyways, that's how I stumbled upon Ass Like That, the song. But what's hilarious is it starts out and she's talking about how she met this great guy And they keep working on their relationship and, you know, what they say about the grass, where you water it, it grows. And what's funny is she says, I met this guy, Jim. And I kid you not, for months, I thought she meant an actual guy named Jim. J-I-M. And I'm picturing them and they're happy and he's supportive of her. He's like, you go, girl. He's this great guy. His name is Jib. Yeah, they are great. <laughs> and then the other day, the song came back on and she says Jim again. And all of a sudden, it dawned on me, she means G-Y-M, the Jim. And I just had to laugh at myself we all have those moments. We do. We do. So go listen to that song. You'll see what I'm saying. But, you know, hey, whether you're single or you're in a relationship, you work on you. You work on the things that make you happy. And there are guys out there like the guy she was describing who I thought of as J-I-M, there are men out there who are going to support you and who, yes, when you water that relationship, it'll grow. And that's kind of what we're talking about today. So anyways, funny story, true confession. Moving on to the topic for today. When you water a relationship, when you show up in a relationship, you have the tough conversations, you work through things, that's how you both grow. So this problem of, and we'll call it a problem, but really it's just something that comes up in any healthy dynamic. Uh, So this dynamic of one partner desires sexual intimacy more frequently than the other, the sex drives are mismatched, Potentially, you may have someone who has an anxious attachment style and someone who has more of an avoidant attachment style. What you run into is 
conflict, this dynamic that can feel very, very painful, and it can easily get stuck, and there can easily be resentment that gets built up, and then that can create distance. Because I want you to think about this. When you are inviting your partner to have sex and connect in that way, that is one of the most vulnerable things you can do in a relationship. You're saying, hey, I want to be intimate with you. I'm sharing my body with you. And Lord knows, man or woman, we all have these insecurities about our bodies. So we're saying, hey, I'm going to share my physical body with you. I'm opening myself up to you. And When we have that invitation, and then if that invitation is ignored or declined or we are rejected, that can be a real wounding to us. And we can feel really hurt by that. And we can really take it personally, right? So let's say you have this this dynamic where, hey, one person really has the sexual need and the sex drive of, hey... I desire sex daily. And then you have their partner and their partner says, whoa, you know, I'm more of like, hey, if we have sex once a week, that feels good to me, right? So you have these two people and then you have one partner who's getting rejected and then they're getting to the place where they don't want to ask and then they're getting resentment built up. And then all of a sudden you have these people who are pulling away from each other. And then maybe the partner who desires it once a week invites the other partner. And then they're like, oh, hell no, you rejected me. I'm going to reject you. And then we get in this dynamic of distance, distance, distance. And then that creates more resentment. So all that to say, it's really easy to get into that resentment place. And we don't want you to get there. So, so what's really helpful is to talk about it. Who would have thought, right, that the solution involves open, honest, direct communication? Think about this. Whatever is not discussed, whatever stays hidden, whatever stays in the dark can bring bad dynamics, can bring conflict, can bring pain, So anytime there's something that feels uncomfortable, you owe it to yourself, you owe it to your partner, bring it to the light, get it out, right? That's how we have acceptance and we have self-compassion and that's how we grow through things in our relationships instead of staying separate, staying disconnected. So let's say you're in the relationship and you're the partner who is desiring sex daily and you're feeling kind of hurt, right? What you would want to do is have an open, honest conversation and you would want to explain, you would want to explain how you're feeling to your partner. So you might say something like, hey, I noticed that we're having sex about once a week and I feel hurt by this. I feel most loved 
through physical intimacy. My love language is physical touch. The story I'm telling myself is that when we do not have sex, that you're not interested in me, that you're not interested in the relationship, and I I feel disconnected from you when we don't have sex. Okay? And that's vulnerable to say, right? You're using all these I statements. You're saying how you feel. You're saying when this happens, this is how I feel. Because most often in relationships, we are showing up where we have actions, we have behaviors, and we don't have the awareness of how what we do impacts our partner. So that's where communication comes in. We have to trust that our partners will let us know how what we do impacts them. And if if we don't let somebody know, they cannot mind read, right? We have to develop good communication because there's no way for your partner to just mind read that and know it. So I feel disconnected from you. I feel the story I'm telling myself is you're interested in someone else and you're no longer interested in me. Be honest, get to the core of what it brings up. Okay. And then obviously we want to get really, really curious. We want to say, okay, so that's my experience with it. Can you share with me what does it feel like for you? What comes up for you when when we're not having sex? And you want to have them share. And maybe they say, I feel overwhelmed when we have sex frequently. I feel, I personally, I feel exhausted. I feel exhausted by my work. I'm not sleeping very well. I don't feel like I can show up in a sexual connection for you and please you to give you what you need. So I, I feel like I don't have capacity to connect with you, right? Oddly enough, well, oddly enough, this I guess makes sense, is a lot of times if we have someone who has avoidant attachment style or they're not available for physical intimacy, like maybe it's, I've obviously worked with couples where it happens maybe, you know, they're only engaging in um, physical intimacy once every six months, once every three months. It happens very infrequently. And a lot of times if we get to the core of that, they'll actually share, I don't feel good about me. I feel insecure about what I'm bringing. Here's why, you know, I don't feel good at work. I feel like a failure or physically I'm not where I need to be. I feel uh, insecure in my body. So the goal, here, here's what happens. When you're the partner who is rejected, right? You ask for sex and you're rejected. It is so easily, um, you so easily take that personally because it's painful. What I want you to do is instead allow yourself to self-soothe and say, hey, I understand you were rejected. That doesn't feel good. And it doesn't mean anything about you. You are enough. You are beautiful. You are doing enough. There's so many wonderful things about this relationship. Here's why I feel securely attached. Like do all the things you need to do to self-soothe and then get very curious 
about, okay, well, where is this coming from for my partner? Right. And I just listed a bunch of things it could be. Um, and as you go through this conversation, there's going to be different ways to work through it based on what you find as you go through the conversation. So if it really is about, I just don't feel good enough about me, maybe increasing your sexual frequency, maybe that is about getting your partner the support they need to feel better about themselves. Maybe it's about them finally going to therapy. Um, like I said, once you do this deeper dive, the solution, quote unquote, is going to be very different based upon what you find out. Physical intimacy is rarely what it's about. Sex is about connection. Barriers to connection come from many different things. It's infrequently is it just about sex. Sex is not just about sex. So we have to get curious and understand what's going on beneath. And here's the other, here's the other piece is we all have different needs. We use sexual intimacy as a way to feel pleasure, as a way to feel comforted, and as a way to feel connected and securely attached to our partners. So there can be different needs. There can be different capacities available for physical intimacy. And what you need to realize is it's a beautiful thing to be able to engage in it with your partner when you have no expectations that it's absolutely going to happen. So you can't come into a partnership and have this idea that, hey, whenever I want sex, it's available to me. It's always going to happen. It's always available. Or I will always expect my partner to be up for it. That is unrealistic, right? However, there are certain needs. There are ways that it's, it's helpful. And you do have to be able to communicate what you need. And... I think one thing to think about is a lot of times um, people use sex as a way to have emotional safety in a relationship. It's that it's an easy thing to do instead of having tough conversations, instead of really emotionally connecting with language. It's you can use, you can use sex, right? So if the foundation of the secure attachment of your relationship rests on a sexual connection, it's really important that you add other ways to build a secure attachment with your partner. So that might be building in a nightly walk time where you go and you check in with each other and you talk about your days and you talk about one thing that went well and one thing that was challenging and you build that security of, hey, we do this nightly walk. This is something where we both show up and we connect, right? Or maybe it's writing love letters to each other. Um, you can get very creative but making sure that there's ways that you're building secure attachment 
outside of just that physical sexual connection. That is a wonderful tool to create secure attachment and you do yourself and your partner a disservice if it is your only tool to build that secure attachment. Okay. So, so much we could talk about. I feel like I could just keep going on and on, but I want to make sure that we get some of the the points of this. And one of the key things I want you to take away is when you are thinking about your sexual connection with your partner and maybe your desires are different than your partner's, like you're desiring it more frequently or less frequently, etc., that you can come into that conversation with curiosity, with compassion, and with a desire to openly and honestly and directly communicate what your needs are, what your desires are, while holding space for your partner. And that if you find in that conversation that there's really other things that, that are getting in the way, like perhaps your partner is really struggling with their self-esteem and their self-worth, or perhaps they're exhausted because they're working too much, or perhaps they feel emotionally disconnected from you because you've been off with your girlfriends every weekend and they don't feel as though they are a priority to you. Whatever you find out when you do this deep dive and you get curious, focus the solution on that and healing that and trusting that the sexual connection, the physical connection is a beautiful bonus byproduct, um, you know, surface level bonus essentially of when you feel connected and you have that secure attachment and things are flowing in your relationship, trusting and surrendering that the sexual intimacy will be there promise. Okay. So I hope this was helpful. I want to encourage you if you're saying, well, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to communicate with my partner. I actually, I don't have a partner or you're saying I'm really struggling in my relationship life. I would like to personally invite you to apply to the ESL program, Empowered Secure Loved program. We go over communication. There's a process that I've used with hundreds of couples. It's called dialogue. I teach you how to have dialogue. This is a relationship game changer. Personally, it has totally shifted how I show up in relationships and I know it's very powerful. So that's part of what we do in the ESL program. Um, and those are tools that it's, it's just never taught anywhere. You would think that, Hey, we would learn this in college or there'd be a high school course on it, but it's not taught. So I would encourage you that if, Hey, you listen to this episode and you're going, Oh my gosh, I don't know how to do that. Um, apply to the ESL program. We will give you those tools, whether you're single or you're in a relationship, those tools will benefit you. And for the month of June, it's a really, really special time to join the program. We are going to be donating 2% of profits to the Trevor Project, which I'm very excited about. They are a resource for LGBTQ youth. 
they offer them um, phone support. So it's a crisis line. And that's something I'm very passionate about is making sure that our youth have access to the support that they need. Um, and also, this is the most discounted. The month of June, I was wanting to say, hey, let's have as many securely attached women as possible this summer. Let's really, really work on this. So the month of June is the most discounted the program has ever been and will ever be. So you'll want to jump on that. We'll never do this again. It's a very discounted rate right now when you join. So use the code SECUREsummer10 to take advantage of that and apply now. You can use the link in my bio on Instagram or the link in the show notes. And as always, I appreciate each and every one of you and I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk with you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce, And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.